Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Exactly. It all starts with carving out two freaking hours. It all starts with <laughs> stopping with your phone calls. And just not worrying about disappointing people anymore. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. In today's episode, we're talking to my good friend, Gretchen Carlson of Evolution Through Vacation about how to find 10 hours in her week to work on her passion project. Gretchen has a three-quarter time job, so you might think those 10 hours would be easy and obvious to find, but no. Like most of us, poof, those hours have dissipated into the ether and we need to get them back. Here's Gretchen Carlson of Evolution Through Vacation. Hey, Gretchen. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast. Thank you so much, Geraldine. It's fantastic to be here. And you know why it's especially fantastic is because this whole thing is happening because of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really all your fault. So for my listeners, I need to tell you guys that it was a year ago last March that I was working with Gretchen. So Gretchen and I coach each other every week. We're like coach swap buddies. And it was in a, one of our one hour calls where it became clear to me that I want to be coaching people who make the world a better place. And I was like utterly terrified of that and what that meant and everything. I put the notes up on my wall and it says, keep an eye on coaching world changers. And here we are a year and three months later. <laughs> with the podcast launching and you as my guest. Well, and so cheers to you for thinking, Big Geraldine. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about today? Well, speaking of thinking big and, you know, working on passion projects and, and those kinds of things, what I would like to get clear on is some real prioritization around, I have what I'll call my quote unquote day job. It's 30 hours a week and that's an obligation that I have great work. And what I really want to be doing too is putting more consistent, concerted effort toward my true passion project, which is evolution through vacation. So I would love to really just figure out what is getting in my way and clear some of that stuff out so I can start consistently putting more effort and energy toward creating what I really love and like what my real heart's passion is calling me toward. Yeah. Totally. Let me just get some more background. Where do you want to be with this in terms of the stuff that's in your way? Certainly big picture. I would love to be, you know, fully dedicated without the sort of day-to-day -day gig. 
happening and I'm not anywhere near that right now. So what I'm trying to create is this sort of transition plan or this sort of both and of how do I keep the lights on essentially and really fully dedicate myself to this passion project without completely burning myself out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Without the 10 hours a week turning into 20 hours a week. Yes. And nibbling at the edges of the 30 hours a week of the day job. Yeah. All of a sudden. Sucked under by both. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for calling that out too. Yeah. It's with mindfulness toward quality of life too, as we go along. Because we do live in Montana and it's awesome. Especially at this time of year. So, you know, just to start out, give me a feel for what you've got in your way. Well, I have, again, sort of the 30 hours that are dedicated to my day job. I have a couple of other coaching clients. I have a couple of other sort of regular group and individual calls that I'm a part of right now. Not necessarily support groups exactly, but just weekly connects to stay connected and grounded and in touch with these people all over the country. Right. So it doesn't sound to me like you have 10 extra hours a week because it sounds like that gets a little bit nibbled at at the edges. Exactly. How many hours do you think you actually have to give towards evolution through vacation? I would say probably four on the outside. Like at the most? Yeah. Two to four. Okay. That's really different than 10. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know with where we're at right now, if 10 would be required. I just really want to keep the momentum going so that we create that momentum so that as things grow, I can respond in kind. Does that make sense? It does. As things grow, you can respond in kind where that time comes from. Well, I have that in mind. I can't predict what even three or four months down the road will look like exactly. What I'd really like is sort of a now over the next probably two to three months kind of plan. That makes sense. Yeah. So what is it that you don't know about your plan? One thing I do know is that I don't want to feel crowded, you know, crowded by activities and obligations, et cetera, because that crowded feel is the exact opposite feel that I want to bring to the work that I'm doing, right? (laughs) Yes. So what I haven't yet identified, I will say, is what I can eliminate from my days that are maybe like hidden pockets of time. I mean, I'm thinking about social media, for instance, like there's a whole bunch of time vacuuming, (laughs) time sucking there. (laughs) So I think it would be identifying where are those time sucks. What I don't know is how I might be able to rearrange my schedule to be a little bit more efficient to maybe work smarter, not longer. Is that your nine to five? Like, can you rearrange your nine to five to be more efficient? Are you talking about like your discretionary time? I have flexibility with both. Yeah. And even in the middle of a quote unquote standard workday, I could block off an hour and a half of time and just work a little longer. Like I have some flexibility and movability in there. So that could potentially be an option. Feels like there's something deeper that we need to figure out here. What do you think? Like this doesn't sound to me like just a question of logistics and time blocking and what do I do? Yeah. Or does it? I think in part that's it. However, if that were it, it, I probably would have done it already. Right. So I hear where you're coming from. And that's an intriguing prospect. I think there's perhaps not an unwillingness, but not really an anxiety, but like there's a reluctance to perhaps let go of 
some interactions that I've been engaged in that don't really serve me anymore that have sort of become habitual. Cause I think that would open up some of that spaciousness. I think that would open up some of that time that would be really helpful for me. And do you have a read on which ones those are? Yeah, I actually have four interactions that I'm thinking of right now that probably would almost equate to the time like that two to four hours. I mean, it would definitely open up that amount of time for me. So it's really kind of the getting the moxie together to like really be true to what's actually serving my time and what's not. Yes, totally. And you know, it's the relationship thing too, right? Yeah. It's hard for me to say no to people, especially when I do value them in my life. You know, I do enjoy connecting with them, but if it's not really actually serving a purpose or filling my bucket, as it were, all of a sudden it's become crystal clear. And the beauty of it is that I can say not now too. It's not like I'm cutting off these relationships. I'm saying I can't commit to these weekly calls anymore. Yeah. I mean, you're just putting them on pause. Exactly. Until the time frees up again. Yes. And they might appreciate it too. Who knows? (laughs) I mean, who knows? It's way better than me showing up like half-assed to the conversation and connection because I'm feeling a little bit like, oh, I'd rather be doing something else. Like that's not an honest way of showing up either. So there's that benefit to it as well. Like just really being honest and open and loving. We only have 24 hours in the day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And for you to transition from your current nine to five thing to getting E through V up and off the ground and with wings, the focus needs to be there versus like bifurcated and then bifurcated again and again. And how about I not use that word and sound like that, you know, (laughs) chopped up and divided yeah, and split. Because it's not just your time, it's also your focus and attention. And that's one thing that I have been really recognizing about myself. When we were in the writing process for E through V, sitting down and writing and editing, like that is not an activity I could even start to approach in an effective way in a half hour. Like give me a three or four hour block and I'm golden. Right. You get in the headspace. And, you know, if we're talking about flow, like that's where the flow comes, you know, is knowing I don't have to rush, knowing there's not that boxed inness around it. Right. Where you're like, I'm diving into this and I'm putting my little toe in and my second toe, but I'm going to have to pop back out in 15 minutes because I've got this other phone call I need to jump on. Mm -hmm. It's like you're not really in. Whatever I'm doing within that space is less than it could be. And the interaction that I'm having with people is also less than it could be. So it's like a lose-lose all the way around because I'm trying to scramble to meet everybody's needs. Where does this put you now with E3V? Well, I think what it shows me is that I have some, they're not even hard decisions to make because I know what pieces are on my not to do now list. Yeah. And so I know where I want to take a pause and I'm excited. So I know that that's always a good sign for me. Feeling the lift and feeling the passion and feeling the excitement about it. It's like, okay, yep, this is a beautiful short-term plan. Again, it's not about saying no to something forever. It's about shifting gears for now. Yeah, in service of this big dream that you have for yourself. Exactly. Here's the other thing that I make up, you know, that people will be disappointed or mad or blah, 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 you know, all that chatter is that goes on in my brain. And what I know to be true in actuality is that people would be cheering for me and encouraging me all the way along the way. Right, totally. That's not actually something I really need to fear. Yeah. People totally want to see you succeed with this and they're going to be super psyched for you. Yeah. They would be cheering for me instead of, you know, damn it, Gretchen, why are you dropping out on our phone calls? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Are you stuck anywhere else? Well, feeling like I'm stuck before even beginning feels like a big stuckness. So now that we've moved that out of the way, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted <laughs> where I might get stuck when I'm actually doing the work. Talk to me about time blocking. Imagine yourself doing that. To what extent do you do it? To what extent do you intend to do it? And then the vacuum of social media turns on. I have an open afternoon during the week that a lot of these calls take place in. So what I imagine is just really shifting my focus to opening those up and to sort of creating those as sacred spaces in my week where nothing else gets to enter in. Nice. That will be quite a discipline for me too, kind of going back to the people-pleasing thing I was talking about before, but to really hold those spaces sacred and to say nothing gets to enter here. Awesome. So we haven't talked in a little while, right? Like we haven't caught up in a couple months. You know, I haven't caught up on where E through V is. I think the last kind of conversation that I remember having about it was when you launched and then you went to Minnesota. And then after that, I sort of lost the thread. Mm -hmm. But we did talk a little bit one time recently about how do you transition from nine to five? How do you transition away from that? And there were a few possibilities on your plate. Yeah, I'm focused less right now on like a position transition, like stepping away from my day job basically right now, because in some ways that's just a real distraction to the actual work of creation with E through V. And what I mean by that is my partner and I, Alyssa, she and I have some ideas for next steps in terms of new things to create, you know, even social media strategies, marketing, you know, sort of all of the next steps mm -hmm. of sort of moving this forward. And my preference at this point is to really focus there instead of focusing on what's my next money maker because that will also be a distraction from this creation space. I just want to focus on the creation space. Do you have any sort of timeline around wanting to transition away from your nine to five or are you kind of like, let me just get going with this creation part and then see what's next? Well, the beauty and luxury really is that I don't have a timeline. It's really my choice when I step away, at least as far as I know, who knows the universe may have other things in mind, but as far as I can see it right now, the position I have will be there. So I don't feel a sense of urgency around that. Okay. Is there anything else that you're struggling with at the moment? Like I said, I've been so in my way about even getting started that I don't even know if I'm struggling anywhere else. So we may get to revisit this in our future context, Geraldine. This was really the main obstacle, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, cool. I kind of want to ask you if you were to think big about E through V, what do you see? Thinking big about E through V, I see a whole range of products. I see a whole range of retreats. I see workshops. I see seminars. I see travel for Alyssa and I. I see partnerships with all sorts of other travel entities all over the world. There's a lot that's out there. And so I'm like, let's get the moment started. Yeah. I see future books. I see apps. I mean, like there are so many possibilities that would be just such a blast to create and community too, right? Like a community of learning and growth for people who, you know, get involved with the book, which is basically a coaching mashup. So like, what are people learning and how do we support that learning? And how do we support folks when they're not traveling? I could go on about that for hours, which your listeners probably don't have right now. But anyway, so yeah, there's a lot there. 
Awesome. I love it. Yeah. And it all starts right now. Exactly. It all starts with carving out two freaking hours. It all starts with stopping with your phone calls. <laughs> exactly. And just not worrying about disappointing people anymore. Oh my God. How nice will that be? Oh my gosh. Yes. In an ego trip. Well, yeah, really. Because I have the power to control whether or not other people are disappointed. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> That's how powerful I am. Because I'm all that for sure. Yes. <laughs> Anything else for now? No, I'm feeling really complete. Thanks so much, Geraldine. Great. Glad I could help. If you could have one thing from our community of She Thinks Big listeners, what would you want? Oh my goodness. This feels like a genie moment. Could be. A publishing deal. I would love a publishing deal. Who can get me a publishing deal? A publishing deal. Awesome. If we had an engine to create all of these ideas that are floating around, if we had an engine for that. What's the engine? Is the engine a person? Is it funding? What is it? I think it might be sort of funding and infrastructure. What kind of infrastructure? Like a publisher, an app developer, like an organization that has access to lots of people so that we could touch lots of people in terms of inviting folks on retreats and to be part of community and those kinds of things. Gotcha. So like some kind of infrastructure and publishing company or whatever that helps you get your book up and out so that you're really expanding exponentially your reach. Thank you. That is exactly it. I mean, what Alyssa and I are after is aliveness for all. Like that is our mission. Whoever can help us get there would be awesome. Awesome. Well, once you put it out there, here it comes. never know. Watch out. <laughs> what a treat to have you be my first on-air coaching client. Thank you, Geraldine. This has just been a blast and so very helpful. You're welcome. And thank you because like I said at the beginning, we wouldn't be here without you. <laughs> it's been a treat on this side too. And of course, none of us would be here without you and your efforts. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop it with this game of ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> Mutual love all around. Thank you, Gretchen, for being my very first on-air coaching call. It takes, like she said, some moxie to be vulnerable enough to be recorded in this way. And Gretchen, I'm grateful that you are so good at just being you. You can find Gretchen's book on Amazon. It's Evolution Through Vacation. And you can email her at thrivewise at gmail.com. I'll put those in the show notes. I was both surprised and entirely not surprised at how the hours we found were hiding in plain sight and how finding them was the big barrier to her moving her passion project forward. And how when it came down to it, it wasn't just about the hours, but about the people-pleasing that was in the way, and that was what she really needed to let go of. It's never about the thing. It's the fear lurking behind the thing. After the session, I went into my calendar and opted out of a recurring meeting that I had been attending but wasn't fully lined up with my top priorities. So quick question for you. What's in your calendar that isn't aligned with your big dreams that you might be ready to let go of? I also noticed how long it took her to articulate her ask from the community for what she's thinking big about. It wasn't just buy the book or help me find a publisher. It was, I'm looking for someone with the muscle and the resources to bring this idea up and out because I want everyone to have a shot at living fully alive. That's the big thought. And all too often, we're afraid to say it out loud. So many of us are scared to chase our big dreams. And I want you to be thinking big and playing big. You can. You just have to move some fear out of the way first. Listeners, what are your key takeaways? Come share in the She Thinks Big podcast Facebook group. If you're not a member, come join us. It's free and it's the place to be if your big ideas need airtime and support to grow. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Hi again. 
Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.